0: Grave Plot Podcast. Welcome everybody to episode 97 of The Grave Plot Podcast. I am Skeletoni. I am Taylor of Terror. Uh, Welcome back uh, with us guys. I didn't know what I was going to say. I was waiting for exciting. (laughs) We do have an exciting episode ahead of us. (laughs) Taylor just reminded that we did. Like I, I totally forgot we had an exciting episode, but now I remember. Thank you, Taylor.
1: Good. So, so that's why I'm here.
0: <laughs> uh, we're back, baby. <laughs> after, after two you weeks. stealing my babies now. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're on, off to a great start. This is good stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's just keep it rolling. Keep it rolling, baby. Um, people are stopping watching. <laughs>
0: We are not funny.
1: <laughs> Bullshit. Speak for yourself. I'm very funny. Um. So, how's it going, Taylor? Oh, pretty good. Yeah? Not too d- bad. Got a uh, good four days of filming in on They Reach last weekend. Yeah,
0: you were busy. Yeah. Busy little beaver.
1: Yep. <laughs> I believe funding will be over by the time this episode airs, but we have reached our goal. Yeah. And then some.
0: Which is totally fucking kick ass. We managed to score not one, but two investors that were matching uh, contributions. One was basically unlimited. Uh, it, was
1: a, it was any, any, any donation, donation up to $500. Right. And uh, the one, for those of you that are watching on Facebook, uh, as of right now, up until midnight tonight, uh, we have a donor, right? investor, donator,
0: <laughs> investor <laughs> That's a word. who
1: is matching uh, up to $2,000. So I don't I don't know where we're at in that matching but uh if you know you still got time to go and make a matching donation.
0: Yeah. But we have met our $10,000 goal uh outright without those matches, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I mean I am just over the moon about. I didn't know if it was going to happen. Yeah, to I be mean, really honest. But I'm I'm pleased as punch that it that it did happen. I got to say Silas
1: is a man who gets things done. Yeah. I'll give him credit for that
0: you going to suck his dick, too?
1: Nope.
0: <laughs> anyway, but uh, no, we're real proud of what uh, the They Reach crew has done so far. Um, So, you said four days. Were you actually supposed to shoot four days, or did just things take longer? Than yeah,
1: I was scheduled for four days. Okay. Four 12-hour days. That's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. I'm shooting again tomorrow. I don't think it'll be
0: a full day, but I don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like you're shooting new stuff, not like pickups or anything, right? Okay.
1: Shooting the the driving scenes.
0: Mm, yes, I know what the driving scenes are, but <laughs> nobody else does. Um, anything <laughs> else new? Um, not really. Neat, yeah. Um, what's new with me? Not much. Hosting thanks uh, Thanksgiving is, of course the day you're listening to this hopefully uh thanksgiving is the next day um and i'm hosting my first thanksgiving with the families
1: such a grown-up
0: i know i'm 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 growing up before everyone's eyes yeah soon i'm gonna start getting hair in weird places yep like your ears (laughs) i've started getting it in my ears already yeah oh you're too young for that i know (laughs) i plucked them out I'm like, nuh uh, not having that. <laughs> uh <Nuh-uh>, uh, Goofy. <laughs> not today, Satan. <laughs> um, And, you know, I'm starting to get, like, nose hair and shit. It's not good. Man. <laughs> things, are, things are coming you're apart. You're falling apart. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, you know, I started Next losing. Thing you
1: know, you're going to sit on your balls?
0: <laughs> I swear to God, like, my hair. On on my head started falling out on my 18th birthday. Like that's when I that's when I noticed it. Like when it was starting like hmm, that's a bit too much hair in the bathtub. Oh well, <laughs> and it just went on like that for well, I don't know about 10 years, I guess, before it just got to a point where it's like, well, there's nothing left. <laughs>
1: that's a bummer.
0: There's nothing left for me here. <laughs> um, but. It seemed like it all just fell out of my head and landed squarely on my back. <laughs> um, yeah. I need to just go ahead and just have like a full body laser done. Just get rid of all that unsightly body hair. Do it. Just do the whole thing.
1: <laughs> just do it. Just like a turtle shell.
0: <laughs> no, I, mean, I don't mind having it on my chest or my stomach, but on my fucking back and shoulders, it's not good. What about your balls? You know, my balls, that, that happens. You
1: got a ball beard? Not really.
0: No. <laughs> a little, you know, some scragglers, but. Or stragglers. What's the word? Scraggles? They could be. Scraggles? I like scraggles. <laughs> little scraggles. <laughs> That's
1: what we're going to call them now. <laughs>
0: Every time we talk about ball hairs.
1: Which is going to happen a lot. <laughs> now <laughs> that we have a. Strap
0: in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, getting old. It's a real bitch.
1: I mean, Jack Palance always said, getting old ain't for sissies. It's
0: true, he did say that. And he died. (laughs) And he died. Uh, um, Yeah.
1: R.I.P. Jack Palance. One love. One love.
0: America's sweetheart. (laughs) America's sweetheart, Jack Um, I'm still itching. There's still something here that's driving me insane. You know what it is? I, th- I think, like, because I'll shave with my undershirt on, which is just not a good idea. Oh, yeah. And it just gets stuck in there. Yeah. Even after I wash it, just in there. That's no good. It's, it's bad uh, bad stuff. Bad time. Yep. You have a scratch on your glasses? I'm just imagining that. I got a hair on. Oh thing. I do have a scratch on them, too. Son of a bitch. I fucking hate that. I bought two pairs of glasses because they were wicked cheap.
1: I need to get new ones, but I need to go to the eye doctor.
0: You should go to zenny.com. Okay. That's where I got these.
1: I just got to go to the eye doctor first and get my prescription renewed. There you go.
0: Get that prescription renewed. Get, get
1: that it. paper. Get it. <laughs> get that paper with the prescription written on it.
0: Yeah. Getting my eyes fixed. <laughs> what are we doing?
1: I don't know. We're making a mess. <laughs>
0: this is awful.
1: Should <laughs> we just move on to the actual like meat of the show? Yeah, I guess. The meat and potatoes? Flesh and potatoes? I'll show you some flesh and potatoes. What's the stupid thing that Alex says? Flesh and potatoes?
0: Stupid thing that Alex says.
1: Yeah, I think it's flesh
0: and potatoes. Alex
1: from Beyond the Void.
0: Oh, that Alex. <laughs> I don't know. I'm fucking to that show. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't know though. I, I don't I don't, I don't remember other people's catchphrases.
1: I know they have the <laughs> horror business.
0: Horror business. At night. Okay, so we just realized that we forgot to do something. <laughs> so before we go any further, let us thank our Patreon patrons. The people that feed us money every month. Delicious money. This show brought to you by... Kevin Nasgoda, Jordan Morrison, Kevin Trent, Joshua Hodges, Carlos Rodella, The Horror Addicts, and Max Health. Thank you so much, guys. We use your money very well by financing our extracurricular activities. (laughs) Like pizza. (laughs) No, it's not true. I mean We've used money mainly on like Just hosting fees and equipment mm-hmm. And stuff and So it's going, it's, it's going going back to the show It's going to do a good cause Anyway uh, Taylor Sir, if anyone else would like to become a Patreon patron Where can they go?
1: Patreon.com slash graveplotpodcast Give as much or as little as
0: you want And get some exclusive content Yes, sexy content Pictures of Taylor with no shirt on holding an ice cream cone. Yep. We got to remember to do that later. <laughs> you keep asking me to do that. I, <laughs> I told you. At I'm least gonna... now I know what it's for. <laughs> I'm telling you, though, I'm just glad that the Facebook people are gone, because now I can take off my shirt and blast my nips. Now I can take off my pants. <laughs> uh, so, horror business starting out in real world horror. <laughs> Um, we're going to take a trip down to Kansas City. I uh, don't know. Is this is this Kansas City, Kansas, or Kansas City, Missouri? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're very close to each other, so let's just say it's one of the two. <laughs> anyway. Um, Kansas. Kansas City, Kansas. Uh, in Kansas City, um, a man named by the name of Justin Ray... Uh, 35 years old is being charged with murdering his wife, abandoning her corpse, and endangering the wealth of a child. Welfare. The of wealth a, of a child. Wealth of a child. Maybe he took uh, took the kid's money, an inheritance or something. <laughs> stole stole the kid's wallet. I don't know. No, this isn't funny. We shouldn't laugh. <laughs> Maybe this is too dark. I don't know. Um, you put it on there. I know. Well, you put it on. I showed I showed you the story. Let's not. Uh, it's like a crazy hair.
1: Alright, you're splitting hairs. Let's just go.
0: Okay, um the police say that Justin and Jessica Ray, uh and their children, a two-year-old and newborn a two-year-old and a newborn um were in a Kansas City hotel room and Justin dismembered and disposed of the mother's body. Uh you may be asking, Justin, why did you do that? <laughs> WYD <laughs> Uh uh, he said that the police, uh, or he, when the police found him, um, he told them that his wife was uh, had delivered the baby in the bathtub of the hotel, um, but then she died shortly there after childbirth. Um, and uh, from there, he took her body, put it on the bed, and took pictures with her and the kids just so they have those family memories to reflect on later. That's fucked up. Um, yeah. Pretty fucked up. I don't know why he gave, why she was giving birth in a bathtub. In a hotel? She may have not died had she been in a hospital where she belonged. Um, anyway, so her body was found dismembered in a cooler at a Lenexa storage facility on October 24th. Um, and, uh, yeah, so Justin has been arrested, currently in custody. He says uh, he spent the two days with Jessica's body, Friday and Saturday, before dismembering her and then taking her body to the cooler in the storage facility. Uh, he admitted to cutting up her body in the bathtub and then putting her body parts in the cooler. What didn't fit in the cooler, he said he flushed down the toilet. Fucking hey. Or boil, boiled in a pot on the stove. Jesus Christ, man. That's love if I ever heard it.
1: Don't don't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: don't, don't cut up and boil your body. Please don't. I don't know what he was planning. Well, what was his next step? What was his end game? Did he
1: think like, yeah, did he think that was just gonna be it?
0: Yeah, it's like, well, well that's out of, of sight, out, out of mind. <laughs> exactly. It's like why didn't he call the cops?
1: Also boiling in a stove, like that's not gonna destroy anything.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like, he was trying to melt down. Like, you can't boil bone. Well, I mean, that's how they clean bones. Like, for forensic stuff. Like, that's how they get, like, every bit of flesh off it. They they boil it. Okay, but the bone is still there. Well, yeah. Yeah, but the bone's not going anywhere. Right. (laughs) But, I mean, it doesn't say specifically what he was boiling. That's true. Boiling. God damn it. Uh, So, I don't know what was going on in his head. Just a lot of crazy craziness, juice. yeah, uh, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. This is no good. Bad stuff. Um, R.I.P. to Jessica Ray.
0: Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. I'm. I mean, I'm just glad that his that their children were young enough to where this is probably not going to scar them. Hopefully. I mean, you know, in it, Inevitably, at some point in their life, this story's gonna come out. Man. I
1: mean you've got the ensuing issues with, you know, their father being in prison well yeah, presumably for the rest of his life, which may not be much longer. Um, and then, you know, the media coverage I'm sure is gonna be all over the place. Sure. Yeah. The two year old he might he might develop some memories of this. Possibly.
0: Or at least some, you know, repressed, like latent things that yeah. just kind of affect his personality. Sad, sad stuff. Did you guys know that we're psychologists? <laughs> um, yeah, that's this is. I mean, I was about to say this is a bummer, but I mean, it, yes, it's very sad. <laughs> yeah, bummer feels like an understatement. <laughs> yeah. um, I just, I don't understand the logic. Like, why did you? Like,
1: I mean, if if she died during childbirth, as he says, yeah. What did he? Did he think he was going to get in trouble?
0: Maybe he's like a crackhead or something. I don't know. He looks like a crackhead.
1: I mean, they did live in a hotel, which is, you know...
0: Crackheads live in the hotels. It's, yeah. Or, or motels.
1: Holiday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway.
1: Anyway, can we move on to something a little lighter? Hopefully. All right, yeah, we got good news. This is great news. Uh, The Universal Monsters Dark Universe is circling the drain.
0: Yes, we can almost, almost hear the little (laughs) of it actually just disappearing (laughs) from existence.
1: Uh, Writer and producer uh, Alex Kurtzman, as well as Chris Morgan, have left the Dark Universe. They were considered the architects of the dark universe they were the men behind it all and they are gone yes uh the next movie was set to be bride of frankenstein directed by bill condon that has been removed from its february 2019 release date so i mean it's good february, february 2019 and you still couldn't put it together yeah when you're already scrapping movies that far out uh this of course was all kicked off with the the mummy with tom cruise for some reason
0: oh man like I assume it was here too but while I was down in New Orleans I just walked past a store and they had like a big display of I think it was Coca-Cola products but on the orange maybe Fanta or some other orange soda I'm not really sure um they but they had had different Universal Monsters and because the only current monster that they've redone is the mummy they of course they had the new mummy on there and it's just like, dude, stop trying to make this happen. <laughs> Nobody likes it.
1: Yeah, the movie made thirty-two million dollars in its opening weekend.
0: That's pathetic for a fucking blockbuster. Yeah, or a blockbuster. I think its budget. I, I think its budget weekend. was like one
1: hundred and twenty-five million, and then they put another hundred million into marketing.
0: Terrible. I mean, I think it made its bones overseas. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I don't, know, I don't know what the logic is with studios. It's like, okay, well, and I just listened to it. Like, like I said before, I'm listening to our old episodes, and we had a similar conversation like this before. But it's like, I don't know how much emphasis studios put on overseas money. Because it's, like, it's very clear that they're mainly marketing to North America. Right. Uh, particularly the uh, U.S., so when they you know when they go over to China and they make all their money, it's like, does that really matter to them? I would think it would. I mean, money is money. I guess, but I mean, if that's the case, why don't they just go make movies in China? Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody here fucking cares. Apparently.
1: Anyway. Uh yeah, Universal is uh they're they're not ready to pull the plug yet. Um, one suggestion they've had is to keep making Universal monsters remakes, but kind of get rid of the dark universe. And just have one-off movies. No, 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 no. I, that's at least a better idea. I mean, I guess. It's still a bad idea. Yes. Especially if they want to try and continue this trend of like having giant budget movie stars yeah. in these movies that
0: nobody cares. Yeah. The, the dark universe. Um, I mean, you want to talk about like the original dark universe. The original dark universe was Abbott and Costello meet, meet Frankenstein. <laughs> That's, that was the only original universal monster crossover.
1: Yeah. And as far as like big stars go, the biggest star in Frankenstein was Boris Karloff. And you know what he was famous for? Being Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, the, and the mummy. And the mummy. Yeah. Um, but still being a monster, he was famous for those movies. Yeah. Not he wasn't famous. And then they put him in the movies because he was famous.
0: And also being the guy in Halle uh, Grinch Stole Christmas, the narrator. Oh yeah, sure. Or no, he was the Grinch, not the narrator. The Grinch talked. Yeah, man. How long has it been since you've seen that? A while. Oh, I watch it every year. Yeah. I love it. I love the movie.
1: Um. So they're talking to it's the best movie of new new people. Trust me, I know movies. <laughs> um. They're talking to new people who might come in and and become the new architect of the dark universe. Uh, one name that's been thrown out is Jason Blum. No! Tommy Blum.
0: <laughs> uh, that's Where, the that best thing we've ever done. Yeah, we haven't done that in a long time.
1: Somebody's here, but it's not pizza.
0: Uh, apparently she's picking up bananas.
1: Someone's coming to your house to pick up bananas? <laughs> my wife is doing are you growing bananas in the
0: backyard now i wish that'd be fucking awesome that would be awesome how do bananas grow they have a tree yeah there's a tree but they grow in tropical climates that would make sense and they're nearing extinction bananas (laughs) yeah man what yeah like the bananas we have now are not the same bananas that people ate in like the 50s because that uh type of banana went extinct because of some kind of fungus that is exclusive to banana plants so they started cultivating the new bananas, the ones we eat now, and now the similar thing is happening with those. And like, basically, the agricultural world has no backup plan.
1: I'm gonna go register savethebananas.org.
0: Oh, they're they're trying to save the bananas.
1: Everybody save the bananas. Leave you me. Sign petitions. Um, give us money <laughs> to save bananas.
0: Right to save bananas. They can't see me winking. <laughs> No, um, no, it's a you know the buy nothing groups. Yeah, yeah. My wife had some bananas she wasn't going to use, so she put them on the buy nothing group, and she wanted the bananas.
1: All right. <laughs> uh, Universal president of production Peter Kramer says we've learned many lessons throughout the creative process on Dark Universe have, so far. Have, have you, you?
0: Have you learned anything?
1: And we are viewing these titles as filmmaker-driven vehicles, each with its own distinct vision. Kind of sounds like you're making them as actor-driven vehicles
0: it really does because you put tom cruise in it in a mummy movie there's pizza oh my god oh my god, oh my god. um here comes
1: oh my we gotta god. wrap up the story so we can eat pizza it's so close I can, we'll taste it. he also said we are not rushing to meet a release date and we'll move forward with these films when we feel like they are the best versions of themselves so they will never make another one
0: well they, they apparently thought the mummy was the best version of itself but it, in truth, it was the worst one. <laughs> like when you put it up against even the sequels of the originals, which were not good. Uh, this one's the worst. Uh, I would rather watch uh, the third mummy movie with uh, Brendan Fraser uh, than this one. Wait, is that the Scorpion King? No, that's uh, what's it called? Um, the one with Jet Li. That... Yeah. You didn't know about that? <laughs> nope. It's some Something about an emperor. I don't know. Emperor
1: sure. of the Sun, no.
0: It's like a know, dragon emperor, something, something very Chinese sounding. The um, mummy versus dragon emperor, or something. Yeah, it wasn't. He wasn't like an actual Egyptian mummy anymore. It was. It was Jet Li. He was like a Chinese emperor who had been mummified or something, and then he was brought back to life. I don't remember any of this. Yeah, it's not good. It's not a good movie at all.
1: All right. Well. Uh universal if you're listening just stop just just, just quit it yeah you
0: you you, you stop it <laughs> no that's <laughs> bad and if you don't well then you know fuck you <laughs> No.
1: Well, maybe you'll like this. I think I smelled it through your microphone. Yeah. We
0: just ate a bunch of pizza, guys. <coughs> and bacon cheese bread. We're all belly full. <laughs> <coughs> now we got the Papa murple burps. The, bar- the Papa Burples. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, we've talked several times now about uh, the fact that Halloween is... Getting a basically new sequel. Something. It's like a new Halloween too. <laughs> fall. Um Yeah, so it's it like started out, okay, it's gonna be a new Halloween and th- let me let me jump back real quick. This is the movie being uh, written and directed by Danny McBride and David Gordon Green, uh, respectively. Um, anyway, so it started out where it's like, okay, this is a new Halloween movie, but it's in the original canon. So it's a new Halloween sequel. We just assumed that it was going to be Halloween eight, nine, nine, I think, but no, it's actually before all that. It's first, gonna, they said they were keeping the first two. Yeah, Halloween one and two. Yeah, and they're going to make a real Halloween three. And then they said, no, no, we're writing we're like this is going to take place right after the beginning of the first Halloween. So they're the even, end of the first Halloween. That that's what I meant.
1: <laughs> um, Which wouldn't make any sense in itself because Lori is like forty years older. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. <coughs> We went on thinking, okay, so this is basically a new Halloween 2 then. Um, And it still kind of is, but it turns out that they're actually going to essentially be rewriting the end of the first Halloween. So there's that. Uh, Danny McBride, uh, in an interview with Yahoo, um, said, we're kind of ignoring all the films past the first one. Uh, it picks up after the first one, but it's sort of an alternate reality. Nope. It's as if the first Halloween (laughs) ended in a slightly different way. So, you all right? I'll live. All right. Um. But it didn't. Yeah.
1: It ended in the way that it ended. Yeah. But they're taking. You can't retcon part of a movie.
0: No, that's not a thing that happens in the world. Um, <clears throat> like at that point, just remake the fucking movie. Yeah, why are you even fucking bothering? Because you can set out the same, you can lay out the same, um, uh, story events. <laughs> juggle, uh, jiggle your balls. <laughs> uh, lore. I guessed uh, or not guessed. I guess. Um. Ah, oh, what's the fucking word I'm thinking of? I don't know. <coughs> Whatever. Anyway, series of events. Yeah, legacy, maybe that's a better word. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you can lay that out again. I mean, Rob Zombie did it. Yeah. Um, look at Friday the 13th. It
1: sh- shoved three movies into the first 15 minutes of
0: he, Yeah. When I mean, that I feel like they're trying to not do what Rob Zombie did. Not they're trying to not remake it again. They're trying not to pull Sony. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but now they're changing just the end. Yeah. So are they going to film a new end or are we just going to like pretend that it ended a different way?
0: I have, I have no fucking clue. Um, but he did go on to say that I just hope we don't fuck it up and piss people off. Too late. Yeah. You're not doing a good job. <laughs> yeah. You're already pissing people <laughs> off. Uh, it's There's such a diehard fan base. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's why you don't want to piss them off. Uh, you don't want horror fan, horror fans being your enemies because they show up at your house with masks on. We are diehard fans of Halloween. We are watching all these sequels where things have taken left turns here and there that that maybe bite and that maybe bites for fans. And at least wait, wait, hold on. <clears throat> We're watching all these sequels where things have taken left turns here and there that maybe bites for fans and at least trying to deliver what we would have wanted to see
1: then remake the movie yeah if you're going to say oh well here's the this that was uh, that I didn't like that maybe people didn't like like then then remake it
0: yeah it's
1: weird that i'm calling for a studio to remake a movie
0: i know but it's like they're basically it's like i said i mean they're basically doing it but trying to not do it <laughs> yeah it, like i said um they're trying. You know, they're, they're pulling a Sony, like Sony did with Spider-Man. Spider Man. Sony restarted Spider Man twice, well, three times really. And they on the third time they said, "Okay, well, we're not going to do an origin story because everybody knows where Spider Man came from at this point." It's like, well, yeah, but you're rebooting Spider Man again. Yeah. Um, and it really sounds like that's what, what, uh, what um, Dimension, I guess. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, is trying to do. And it's stupid. If you're fucking retconning not only an entire series of movies, but part of the one th- one remaining film that you're leaving alone, then just do the whole thing. Yeah. If half a movie is your canon, like you you can just you can like summarize it. Yeah. It's like my wife will drink a can of soda or an energy drink and leave just a little bit left at the bottom, and it's like just. Finish the fucking soda. She's <laughs> like, well, I don't want it. It's like, but there's just a little bit left. Just do it. <laughs> it's an interesting analogy. It's the same thing. <laughs> anyway. So what are your thoughts? This is stupid.
1: <laughs>
0: <coughs> I saw Daniel Harris pissed off. Y- yeah, yeah. Yeah, she is. Um, and it's because she. Th- I mean, obviously, because she was in the movies, I mean, not only originals, but she was just in one original.
1: Two, I think. Four I think and five. Two? I think four and five.
0: Okay. Um, but also the remakes. Um, and she always thought that her character in the originals was... Um, I'm, I'm totally spacing the character's name. Uh, Annie? That doesn't seem right. That's not right. She was Annie Brackett in the, in the remake. <laughs> oh, maybe that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Anyway, it doesn't matter. <coughs> Everybody knows who we're talking about. Um, She said that she always felt... Jamie, like, Jamie, thank you. She always felt like it. Uh, that Jamie was a very important character. And she was very proud of what she did on those films. But And that was just being overwritten.
1: Yeah, he was trying to make us forget that it all happened. Yeah.
0: And I mean, fuck, Halloween 5 was where Paul Rudd is <laughs> Paul Rudd, man. Fucking Ant Man, bro. Um. Yeah.
1: Are we just gonna forget Paul Rudd?
0: <laughs> never.
1: Like, what if we just butterfly effect Paul Rudd out of existence hey, by doing this? Hey,
0: hey, I'm never forgetting Paul Rudd. Ever.
1: I will remember you. <laughs> no,
0: that movie's fucking garbage. <laughs> they even tried to bring back uh, fucking Doctor Loomis, and it was still awful. Um. It wasn't that the one with the CGI mask. There was one of the CGI masks? Yeah, dude. The whole movie was just the digital mask. Oh, I don't know. I forget which one it was. I think it was that one, but I'm not sure. Um, Why would you do that? I don't know. It's so dumb.
1: Like, it's not that hard to buy a mask.
0: No. Um. Anyway, so McBride, back to him, said, I think <clears> you should be very scared.
1: I am. I'm scared this movie's going to suck.
0: Yeah. Well, I had such high hopes, but it's really just not looking good. Yeah,
1: every time him or Green opens their mouth, or even Carpenter at this point, oh, if I... opens their mouth,
0: I'm just like, what are you doing? Honestly, though, honestly, guys, listening, everyone, fuck John Carpenter. <laughs> Whoa. That guy is the most arrogant prick since George Romero. And he's not around anymore, so John Carpenter has taken the throne
1: the previous statements do not reflect the views and opinions of the grave plot podcast as a whole i don't go
0: fuck i'll go on record i don't give a shit no, i mean that guy fucking set me off when he started talking shit about yeah friday 13th and you know everything else since then just basically and this is again something we've talked about on the show before um but he he basically acts like he owns horror, like he owns yeah. the slasher genre, and he can just go fuck himself.
1: I'm shocked he signed off on this. Yeah. Like, I know he doesn't like any of the sequels, and two is the only one that's his. So when, it, when they were like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a sequel to part two, <coughs> I was like, okay, that makes sense why Carpenter would sign on, because it's basically continuing his story. Mm-hmm. But now this, where they're like, oh, yeah, we're retconning part of the
0: first movie. I would think he would be like, no, you're not. <laughs> no, 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 that's not <laughs> happening. Um, yeah, I don't know where they get off doing this in the, for the in the first place, and why. Yeah, why Carpenter is allowing it to happen. <clears throat> I mean, I guess he probably wouldn't have a choice. They probably would have done it anyway. Yeah, that's probably true. But I would, I would like to think that uh, McBride and Green would not do it if he didn't give them their blessing. Yeah. I know McBride said it was very important to him to get
1: John Carpenter to sign off on it. Yeah.
0: But, uh, anyway, yeah. So McBride said, uh, I think you should be very scared. I mean, this isn't a comedy at all. I think there was like, cause you know, them being comedy guys are expect, everybody's expecting them to have something right. comedic. Um, so, so, uh, I mean, this isn't a comedy at all. Comedy at all. God, my mouth is not working anymore. <clears throat> I think there was like maybe one joke on the page, but the rest is a straight horror. So hopefully it gets in people's heads and it keeps them up late at night. I don't think that that happens anymore. People, yeah, not really. People have seen some shit and some things. Indeed. Um, um, Laurie Strode comes to her final confrontation with Michael Myers. They keep saying final, so i am is this the last movie? Like forever? Not oh, until they remake it. <laughs> Um, last confrontation with Michael Myers, the masked figure who has haunted her since narrowly escaping his killing spree on Halloween night four year four decades ago. So yeah, keep in mind, Michael Myers is no longer Laurie Strode's brother. That's right. Yeah. He's just some guy that was after her for whatever reason.
1: And then apparently he just disappeared for 40 years. Yeah. You went into an alternate dimension where he got shot. That didn't happen. You thought that happened, but nope. That was Mandela
0: effect. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, and then, yeah, 40 years later, he comes back for her specifically. He laid in wait for 40 years. <laughs> no one will ever expect me. So stupid. <sighs> Halloween will return to theaters on October 19th, 2018. Is it just called Halloween? I don't know.
1: Maybe. All right. What are they going to call it? Halloween Two? I mean, at one point it was called Halloween Returns, but I think that was just something that was getting being kicked around by the studio. It's, oh, it's like a dumb was never, name. It is a dumb name. Halloween Returns every fucking yeah, year. It's, <laughs> it's
0: every year. It's like you call it the Return of Michael Myers, but that's already a thing. No, it's not. It's not. I mean, it was, but now it's not. Oh, right. Well, <laughs> they can call it Halloween Two:
1: The Return, the return of, of Michael, Michael Myers. Myers. Or Halloween one point seven (laughs) five, whatever the fuck. Dumb, 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 dumb.
0: This is you. You talk. Be quiet. I'm stopping talking now.
1: It is time to stop now, Mac. <laughs> <laughs> so Gary Dauberman, that D- dope Doberman, probably Doberman, Gary Doberman, uh, probably dog. He's probably a dog. Uh, dog. He was one of the writers on the new it, which is good. And Annabelle Creation, which was bad.
0: Actually, I haven't seen it. It's
1: probably bad. It's a dumb idea. I don't know what he did with it. Sometimes you can make sculptures out of shit. (laughs) Um, He's also writing The Nun, which isn't too encouraging. But he has just been hired by Paramount Pictures, or actually Paramount Players which is a new division of Paramount Pictures that focuses on contemporary talent and properties for young audiences while drawing upon the vast resources of the Viacom brands. You can't just call it Paramount Pictures? Paramount makes Everything's got to be a thing. That's so dumb. Uh, but the new movie is based on the 2000 uh, television series on Nickelodeon, Are You Afraid of the Dark? This is exciting news. Did
0: you say the 2000? Yeah, it came out in
1: 2000. Are you afraid of the dark? Well, okay. The, you're right. The, the reboot came out in 2000. The there's, original was in the 90s. There's a reboot? Yeah.
0: I did not know that.
1: Yeah, it was ran for one season. Oh, well.
0: That clearly went very well.
1: Yeah, the original uh, started in Canada and then came down to America to realize the American dream. Eh? <laughs> uh, it featured a group of kids known as the Midnight Society who would tell stories around a campfire. They were all spooky stories. Yeah, spooky scary Tells
0: stories about uh, Ryan Gosling.
1: Yep. Being chased by a, a jester. Yep. And and Alicia Cuthbert was there <laughs> somewhere. She was one of the Midnight Society at one point. They kind of shuffled. We had this co- I
0: guess I'm having like fucking total recall or something about like all of our old episodes.
1: Yeah, we repeat ourselves a lot. Yeah. But anyways, uh the movie is going to be like i said it's it's this new paramount players which is for young audiences so it's not going to be super dark and scary but it is going to be somewhat dark and scary
0: oh it's fucking dark
1: Uh, (laughs) uh doberman said to the hollywood reporter the show is about the shared experience of telling stories especially scary ones we're going to celebrate that with this movie and honor the darker scarier tone of the show which was really groundbreaking for nickelodeon at the time I hope the Midnight Society approves.
0: Dude, I was so fucking all about this show. Because it's submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society. Uh, um, yeah, seriously, dude. This like one of my favorite shows when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, I pretty much lived and breathed Nickelodeon. This show, Hey Dude, um, fucking uh, what else? Jesus there's so many um, Rocco's modern life well that that was I mean yeah later on I'm, I'm talking about like when I was young like six mm. seven years old um but uh I just every time I every time I watch this show I keep expecting to see like um snicker treat yeah commercials I kind of missed that so I'm wondering if this is gonna be an
1: anthology um I remember we talked about before the uh there was a fan film that came out
0: and it yeah. sounded like it
1: was basically just like they made a movie and then tacked on the Midnight Society at the beginning and end. Is that okay? Because I remember when we they, talked
0: about it, we didn't really know much about it. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, I haven't seen it, but that was kind of the feeling I got that they just, I mean, they were trying to capture the tone and the feel of the show, but at the same time, it's it's a movie compared to a, third, a half hour show. Yeah. You know, whereas the show is something new every week. In a movie, you've got an hour and a half. If you're just telling one story, then what makes it an Are You Afraid of the Dark movie?
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, the, I mean the, the the show would start with the Midnight Society. And maybe like around commercial breaks, it would jump back to the Midnight Society. But right. then at the end, there's Midnight Society again. So that's basically what they did. I mean, I guess. So it's not too different. Yeah,
1: I guess it doesn't have to be an anthology. You could still have one story, but you do you do have to get that jumping back and forth with The Midnight Society.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's going to be kind of hard to fuck this up. <laughs> I mean, just write a scary story and bookend it with Midnight Society stuff. Yeah. That's basically what the show was, so... The Midnight Society itself had so so little to do with the story itself that you could really put, oh Jesus, up. you could put Jesus. Up of pulse. <laughs> um, you, I mean, you could um really put anything in the middle and just call it a "Already <laughs> Afraid of the Dark" movie. Yeah,
1: it also opens you like wide open to franchise possibilities. Oh yeah, definitely. I don't know. I'm kind of a like, you know, the fact that he wrote it or co-wrote with Kerry Fukunaga, I guess, um, is encouraging. But at the same time, those other two, I just don't know about.
0: Annabelle Creation and then none. Yeah. I mean, we I don't think either of us knew that he wrote Annabelle Creation until after we already seen it. I think you're right. So, I don't know. I mean, I've heard it's better than the first one, but that's a low bar. Yeah. And it's, you know, a lot of it. It doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the script itself. It may just be like bad direction and bad acting. It's true. Maybe the script's all right, and it's just hard to hard to look past. I mean,
1: killer mo- doll movies, for the most part, are usually pretty bad. Yeah. Except for like a couple child play movies. Right. And again, that's only a couple. Yeah. So, I don't know. 90s nostalgia is running wild right now. So.
0: Oh, yeah. Brother. Yep. What you gonna do?
1: <laughs> so, could be cool. I don't know. We'll see. Neat.
0: So we all know that Sony has kind of a uh, touch-and-go relationship with Marvel Studios, which is good because it gave us Spider-Man Homecoming, which was a good movie, um, and uh, it gave us uh, Civil War, which was also good, um, and I, th- I think any upcoming, you know, Avengers movies, Spider-Man's going to be in that. So that bond... About New Mutants, is that new mutants. Yeah. No, that's Fox. Oh. Anything with mutant in it, that's Fox. Oh, okay. Cuz they they only they, they own the term like mutant. Like, really? Yeah, Marvel can't even use the term mutant. That's why Red Witch, uh, or Scarlet Witch and um and Quicksilver, they were basically like uh, genetically enhanced humans, not mutants. <laughs> <clears throat> or yeah. Yeah. And why Magneto was not their father hmm all right anyway anyway but then quicksilver was also Quicksilver was also in the X-Men movies and in that he was a mutant he was played by Evan Peters hmm yeah. okay but the guy that played Quicksilver <laughs> in Avengers okay. <laughs> Taylor's telling me to get back on on <laughs> on, uh, on course. Anyway, so back to Sony. Um, they own the Spider-Man property. That's their playground. Uh, we already know that they're making a, Ven- a standalone Venom movie. Um, whether or not it's going to have anything to do with Spider-Man, like Spider-Man's going to be involved in any way, shape, or form, we don't know. I sure hope so, because Venom wouldn't exist without Spider-Man. Um But uh, beyond that, they're now starting work on a movie about Morbius, the living vampire, Um, which is pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. (laughs) Pretty cool, buddy. But again, it's like, I feel like it needs Spider-Man because Spider-Man is such an important part to that character's development. Yeah. Um, It's being written by Burke Sharpless and Matt Sazama who wrote Dracula Untold and The Last Witch Hunter.
1: Oh, no.
0: It's not going well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's just going to be called Morbius, um, and it's going to talk about Dr. Michael Morbius, who was a genetic researcher. Um, He had a blood disease that he tried to um, resolve with... uh, the genetics of a vampire bat. Something went wrong. And instead of curing himself, he basically turned himself into, um, it's referred to as a pseudo vampire in the comics. Um, so there's a lot
1: of the Spider-Man villains are just like dumb scientists. It's like, I'm going to do this thing. Oh no, it
0: failed. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> now I'm a monster. <laughs> I'm a monster. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But I mean like green goblin was just like he was like a guy and then they they did the thing and it went
0: wrong yep a lizard he was a guide and he, he was a
1: scientist that did a thing and then the thing went wrong and now he's a monster
0: yeah and it's funny they're always trying to well not so much uh, green goblin but lizard morbius um, there or some others I know there are more but um, they're they're trying to fix something about themselves and they end up just Fucking up. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, so he turns into a vampire and he has to well, like I said, a pseudo vampire because he's not undead. Um and I mean he's not repelled by crosses or garlic or anything like that. Um he but he he craves and needs the blood of uh of living victims. Oh, um virgins. No, just, just any anyone. Oh. He just drink the blood. He's he's much less interesting than real vampires. <laughs> but he can fly. I don't I don't know why. <laughs> he doesn't have wings, so he I don't know. Something about the vampire blood. Or the 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 vampire bat genes DNA. Yeah, made him fly even though he doesn't have wings. Science. <laughs> But it's like if bats didn't have wings, they couldn't fly, right? It's not like they just hover in the air. <laughs> it's not like the wings are decoration.
1: <laughs> they just make a cool sound. Yeah,
0: but Morbius is a pretty cool character. He looks fucking awesome. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm kind <clears> of <throat> curious to see what that'll look like on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, anyway, so yeah, they're working on a film. Uh, there's no. Word on uh, if it's going to involve Spider-Man or the Marvel uh, Universe or even Sony's Venom. Um, I mean, it very well could just be its own standalone thing, which I think is dumb. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's what they're going for, but if it is, it's just a bad move, I think. And is Morbius like a
1: well-known enough character to warrant that? Uh, I think he... I mean, he, I mean, to, to comic book fans, sure, but to yeah. like the average Tom, Dick, and Harry. Probably not. But, I mean, neither was Doctor Strange, though, so...
0: Exactly. Um, or Iron Man, really. Really? You don't think so? No. Yeah. Uh, Iron Man um, was actually not a super popular comic until the first movie. Huh. I mean, you know, like avid comic fans. Sure. But just regular, regular Joes? It's like, I think people knew who Iron Man was, but he wasn't a super popular property. Like, I think comic sales of Iron Man were, like, super low. Huh. So, anyway. I'll be damned. Yeah. So, I mean, the movies have done incredible <laughs> things for for the comics. Oh, I'm sure. Um, anyway. And that's why, like, you know, nowadays, like, Iron Man, for instance, the Iron Man in the comics looks very similar to the Iron Man in the movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hope they give this a, a horror bent. Oh, they have to. I mean... And it's a vampire like he- <laughs> yeah but the thing is like he starts out as a villain but he kind of becomes cuz he's, he's still rational like he's still a, a doctor who wants to do good you know yeah so eventually he does become kind of a um a hero of sorts um you know albeit a flawed one <laughs> an anti-hero almost <laughs> yeah more or less um but more more sympathetic i guess mm. or you can sympathize with him, not the other way around. Is that still sympathetic? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I I just know what I know. I'm not a big Morbius fan, so yeah. I, don't, I don't know the intricate details. Not that it's necessarily important for the show, but... Um, yeah, I, 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 I think... Not making this part of at least their own little Spider-Man universe is a is a bad move. Yeah, I would think so. Right. We'll see how it plays out. Um, no no clue on any kind of release date. They, this was l- like just announced a few days ago. So uh, we'll see how it goes. Back the streets, back, all right. hey. no. Oh my God, we're back. Again. Brother Sisters, everybody say. Oh, <laughs> <About this again. laughs>
1: So there's a big Walking Dead convention in Atlanta called the Walker Stalker Con. And for whatever reason, one of the guests this year was Backstreet Boy Nick Carter. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> while there, Carter explained. Uh, that recently he's been watching a lot of slasher movies and specifically singled out the Friday the 13th franchise. Tony's going, don't you put that evil on me. (laughs) (laughs) Stay away from (laughs) it. Stay away from my boy. Uh, He did say Jason Voorhees is above all. Sorry, Freddy. No disrespect. I mean,
0: yeah. I already know that.
1: But while watching the Friday the 13th movies, a little light bulb. Went on over Mr. Carter's head oh, no. and he went, oh, I should write a slasher.
0: Yeah. Should you?
1: Uh, he did make a zombie movie last year. Was it last year? Two years ago. What? Uh, yeah. Called, or, go ahead. Go ahead. Some number of years ago, <laughs> some years ago, uh, called Dead Seven that featured him and his Backstreet Boy cohorts, as well as their arch rivals NSYNC, right. but not Timberlake. No, the only one who's made something out of himself.
0: Yeah. It's so funny. Like he just will not do like the reunion things. Like he just not be part of it. I don't blame him. It's like, yeah, who are you people? I think the only other
1: one I've seen is Joey Fat One. Was on uh, that Impractical Joker show. <laughs> Didn't he have like a cooking show or something? He's got. He owns a uh, like hot dog uh, s- restaurant or something. Mm. Like a chain of hot dog restaurants. I think it's just called Joey Fat Ones. Should we call Joey's Fat Ones? There you go. Fatone's Fat Ones. <laughs> you want a fat one in your mouth, huh? <laughs> I think,
0: like, yeah, I think fucking sweaty-ass, greasy Guy Fieri did an episode at his place. Because I remember they were, like, they were goofing. They were they were yucking it up? Yep. <laughs> like, sticking each other in the butt with things. With fat ones? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Carter says it's ironic that I'm the blonde boy from the Backstreet Boys in a boy band. Too many boys. That that sentence just threw me all (laughs) all for a loop. Uh, But I have a very dark side to me and I cannot get away from horror. I've always wanted to do a slasher movie and you come to these events and when you see The Walking Dead or these things, it's all character driven. It's about finding a character that people will remember in the time to come. And so right now I've got a really cool concept and a cool story. Now I'm going to start to draw the characters out and I'm going to start to prepare. It's going to be multiple characters in a movie with a little bit of comedy
0: and a lot of horror. Okay. I got a goal now. I need to finish my movie script, which is admittedly stalled. I just kind of stopped. I need to finish it before he finishes his. Oh,
1: I thought you said we were going to go to Hollywood and stop this fucking movie from being made.
0: <laughs> stop those Miramax dicks from getting their movie made.
1: <laughs> I thought we we're just going to like Skeletonian Taylor of Terror strike back here.
0: <laughs> um, but no, if fucking the guy from Backstreet Boys writes a slasher. The blonde movie. boy from the boy band, Backstreet Boys. <laughs> boy, 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 boy. <laughs> so many boys. Boy. Um, if he finishes a slasher movie before I do Then something's gone awry In the in the universe
1: I mean he already made a zombie movie
0: Yeah but I wasn't writing a zombie movie
1: <laughs> He also has name cachet Whatever For good or for bad I
0: don't care
1: um, Whatever this slasher ends up being called It's going to be directed by Danny Rowe Who was the director of you guessed it, Dead 7. Awesome.
0: Yay! So excited.
1: Reunited. <laughs>
0: this guy. Fucking Nick Carter. Who would have thought, you know? Also, Walker Stalker, is that exclusively, wa- exclusively Walking Dead? That's how it
1: started. I don't know if it is anymore. I feel like it's branched out a bit. It probably has. Yeah. Into Backstreet Boys. Yeah. <laughs> I guess maybe he was there because of Dead Seven. Maybe, but that came out a couple years ago, didn't it? I thought so. Maybe it was just
0: last year. No, I don't know. I remember talking us talking about it? Yeah. When he announced that he's writing it, and wasn't it supposed to have Shack in it at one point? I
1: don't know. <laughs> anyway, so I wonder if uh, I mean if it's like Backstreet Boys getting their throats slashed—that might be cool to watch. Yeah. Whatever.
0: <laughs> just getting clapped up. Maybe maybe Fat One will play the slasher. (laughs) Just wearing a, I don't know. A Hawaiian shirt. (laughs)
1: Tommy Bahama. (laughs) Pretty sure that's what he wears all
0: the time now. (laughs) Or like a bowling shirt. Yeah. (laughs) Like Charlie Sheen. Yes. His regular guy shirt. Do you get that joke? I keep making, well it's not really so much a joke, but reference i guess no i don't get it. Oh, damn
1: it
0: what's it from easy money i don't know what that is it's a ronnie dangerfield movie oh yeah uh, his his wife is related to like this see <laughs> <laughs> did you just search for joey
1: fatone hawaiian shirt no i just searched joey fatone <laughs> That was on Impractical Jokers. He looks like the big show in that picture. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Is that it for Horror Business? Is it? I think it is. Hey! Hey! We finished. Good for us. Good for us. <laughs> so. Moving right along. Dig-a-doon, doon What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along, dig-a-doon, doon Oh, Footloose and fancy free. Getting there is half the fun. Come share it with me. Moving right along. Yep. Muppets. Yep. <laughs> okay. On their way to take Manhattan. Yes.
0: All right. So but we're done got with horror They lost in Saskatchewan. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> Very good, Taylor. So we're done with horror business. So you know what that means. Are we doing a bit? Is this a bit? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> we're doing the reviews. God damn it. <clears throat> All right.
1: Now we're drinking. Yep. We've got our Not Your Father's Mountain Ale here.
0: Yep. Sponsored by...
1: No, not sponsored by
0: <laughs> <laughs> You yelled at me last time I did that. <laughs> I don't say that. Uh, yeah, so now things are going to get crazy. We're going to do shots and get crazy. Start pulling our balls out and showing people. Showing right. them our ball beards. <laughs> <laughs> Scraggles. <laughs> Scraggles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have fun. So, um, we're talking about two movies today, because that's what we do every night, Pinky. What do you want to start with, Taylor? Mayhem. We're witnessing a model citizen here, transformed into a brutal, bloodthirsty, killing machine. Welcome to the home of Towers and Smythe Consulting. TSC is a firm fueled by greed, duplicity, and moral <laughs> decay. I'm gonna need some scouts. What the hell are you doing? Firing you. I'm not leaving this building until I plead my case. Sure.
1: Good luck with that.
0: What the hell is going on? Say hello to the ID-70 virus stress hormone levels rise causing inhibitions to drop and basic instincts to rise to the surface all traces of the virus should be eliminated in approximately eight hours what are we supposed to do for the next eight hours try to remain calm hey extreme measures right this is our shot I'm offering hundred and fifty
1: grand for Cho's head. You're talking about murder here. You should be offering at least four fifty.
0: Him? Yup. You want to do this the hard way?
1: You're enjoying this, aren't you?
0: I just kicked his (laughs) ass! Alright, so Mayhem or Mayhem, as the directors called it. Oh, I miss that. Yeah, on the movie crypt, uh Green was given Lynch shit because he kept calling it Mayhem. <laughs> um Green was in this. What? Green was in this. Was he in it okay? For a split second. Okay. I thought I saw him, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. Do
1: you know who else was in that same series? What? Former Plot podcast guest Ben Rock.
0: Was he really? Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, okay. So, um, Mayhem. <laughs> that would be Joe Lynch as the director that we keep referring right. to. Right. Joe Lynch uh, from <laughs> Wrong Turn 2 and Everly fame. Yep. Um, and of course, this is edited by Josh Ether. Yes. Everything is. Everything's edited by Josh Ether. <laughs> everything, everything. Um, anyway. So, uh, this movie is going to have some similarities to the Belko experiment. Mm-hmm. But it is actually at its core,
1: pretty different. Yeah, really the only similarities are that it's in an office space and everyone's trying to kill each other.
0: Yeah. Um, so, the movie centers around Derek Cho, played by Stephen Yun. Or Yen? Is it Yun? I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I've never heard it. I think it's Yun. Okay. That seems right. Um, he is a uh... Mid-level attorney at a um, at a law firm. Was it Towers and what Smythe? Smythe Towers and Smythe. Um, in this world they live in, um, a virus has become or a virus has been discovered. Where it, it's been, it's called the Red Eye.
1: Virus, right? It's the ID7 virus, but the uh, the internet calls it the,
0: the red eye virus. Right. Uh, indicative by its painful-looking red eye. Mm-hmm. Um, that, yeah. And that's that's kind of how like you know it's starting to affect somebody as they start scratching their eye a lot. Yeah. Um, so Derek's kind of claim to fame and what said in propelling... You know, skyrocketing through the ranks, um, was he managed to find a legal loophole in the first case of ID7 where somebody, I guess I didn't really explain what ID7 is. Basically, it's a virus that makes you lose all your inhibitions. Um, and it incites, uh, your id. Yeah. Basically, your all your negative feelings anger, depression, fear, lust, lust. Um, it just sends all of those emotions into overdrive, causing you to just act out in public like in, in a way that nobody would ever do, or well, not nobody, but most people, um, just causing completely rational people to just go insane. Um, and in the first case, uh, or one of the first cases where somebody actually killed somebody else, Derek managed to find a legal loophole. Um, and he was obviously representing this person that uh, allowed him to basically walk free because he was under the influence of a virus. And so he couldn't be held legally liable for it. And that's kind of like the basic, that, that, that's something that's important to the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um. Not sure exactly how much further down the line. Well, no, Six months was that what it was, no, it's I don't recall. Some some time some degree level not level <clears throat> some length of time. Derek has been working at this firm and he's just kind of become just another, you know, snooty douchebag lawyer. Um, and. The virus has begun to break out inside of his office building, um, affecting everyone inside. Nobody has gone unaffected. Everybody has their red eye.
1: Um, The SWAT team and the CDC show up and they just quarantine the whole building. Right. And that's
0: the thing. They start releasing into the air duct system a vaccine that takes eight hours to take effect. or Eight hours before the quarantine can be lifted. You know, when everybody's considered safe and, like, non-infectious and able to be, you know, able to leave the building. Um, kind of as that's all happening, Derek uh, is being framed by a coworker, Um, Somebody who is basically a brown noser. A, a woman that just has, I don't know if it's just a lust thing or... Um, or what, but she has the boss, like the senior partner Towers, what was his name? Uh, John Towers. I I thought it was John, but I wasn't sure. John Towers, uh, the senior partner, um, basically has him under his thumb. So she fucks up a case. They call her the siren because she has his ear. Right. Um, And she's actually referred to as the siren in the the credits, which, which is weird. A lot of people have just these generic names, but They do say her name, though. Yeah. So I don't know why in the credits she's—I don't remember
1: what it was, but I know they say it. Yeah. Uh, Was it Denise?
0: I don't. I have no idea. Sure. (laughs) Let's 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 go with Denise. She um, fucks up. She forgets to file a motion or some kind of paperwork for a very high-profile client, um, and ends up losing the case, costing that company like a large sum of money. This was discovered and she pins it on Derek because of his connection to this company years ago or, you know, some length of time ago. Uh, And because he has no way of proving it, that it wasn't him, uh, and because this woman has the, the boss wrapped around her finger, he ends up getting fired. So, um, as the virus begins to spread, Derek knows that he has eight hours to where he is legally not liable for killing his boss. Yeah. <laughs> also in the building is um, Melanie, played by Samara Weaving, um, who is a homeowner who is being forced out of her home, foreclosed on, because her, her mortgage was bad or something. I forget exactly the, the the details of it, but so they, after initially trying to kick each other's asses, <laughs> decide they need to join forces be, because they need to get to the top level where all the senior partners are. Cause the, it was, it was, uh, what was her name Joanne or Irene, Irene Smythe. The other senior partner was the one that signed off, On kicking Melanie out of her home. Right. Um, So they unite and start just kicking their ass through the office building. Just killing people left and right indiscriminately. uh, Just so they can get up to these senior partners. It's almost like like a video game. (laughs) It's the exact same thing. Because they just got to make their way through the floors.
1: Yeah, it's like they have to get to the HR guy and get his key card. Yeah. Because he's a level two and that'll get them up to the siren who is a level 3 and yeah. that'll get them up to them
0: it's like mini bosses yeah exactly um and they they actually start in the basement yeah cuz they get they both get locked up when the virus starts to spread because vi- uh Derek was getting his ass kicked by the security guard yeah the bull yeah um and Melanie was being escorted out of the building when the building was quarantined so in order to hold her they just put her in the basement, and they throw Derek down there too. So they literally start at the bottom of the building and need to work their way up to the top floor. And that's exactly what they do. um bada nada yeah. What? <laughs> it's
1: Drake lyrics. <laughs> when he says "started from the bottom," now we hear. Oh. But it sounds like stada bada nada yada yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because Drake sucks.
0: He does suck except he may, he's become one of the best memes in existence.
1: The the dancing one?
0: The whatever it's like something bad and he's like this. Oh. <laughs> something good, it's like. <laughs> uh best like one of the best memes ever. Fucking laugh my ass off. <laughs> every single one of those. Anyway, so um I mean that's that's basically the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's just a lot of ass kicking in this movie, a lot of murder, very violent um <coughs> so what do you think I liked it me too i wasn't it was not super like horrorish And hmm um
1: but I mean you know his last movie was everly, which I think was also billed as like an action horror, but again was not very horrorish. no I'd say that one was not that one was horror- even more
0: yeah, that was just just a straight up action movie. Yeah, this is credited as a action horror. Yeah. Um and I guess maybe it's a horror because of the the virus itself. Yeah, and the violence. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 horror in the way that people call like the purge horror. Sure. It's just a lot of violent nasty things happening. <laughs> um but uh yeah, overall I I liked it. Um
1: did you uh did you catch the um, half-baked reference?
0: Yes. <laughs> and it's funny. I, I know that fucking Lynch added that in because he says it on the movie Crypt all the time. <laughs> um, and fucking Joe Lynch was the, uh, the IT guy. guy. And I wasn't sure if it was him at first because he had that fucking ridiculous mustache. Yeah, had a big, like, plumber stash. Yeah, he looked like Mario. <laughs> Mario with long hair, I guess. But then as soon as he started talking, it was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely Lynch. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, the cast, the cast was really good. I mean, I I, I like Stephen Yoon mm-hmm. um, Glenn. For those of you who don't right. know who he is, he's Glenn from The Walking Dead. Um, I really liked him on The Walking Dead. I, f- yeah, I feel like um a lot of like hardcore horror fans were getting sick of him, mainly sick of him and Maggie just because of the old love story element. I can see um, that. Um, but I always liked Glenn. I always thought he was really awesome. I I knew he was gonna die just having read the comics. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I was still just hoping it wouldn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Samara weaving, uh, she's, I've, I've only seen her in a handful of things now, but she's been pretty solid. Everything I've seen her in. Um, did you watch the babysitter? Mm-mm. It That's pretty good. I've been meaning to. I just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah. I meant to talk about it on the show after I watched it, but I forgot.
1: Um, I loved her character in this. She's just yeah. like super foul mouth listens to metal. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> He's yeah. like three bands go. And she said, motorhead, motorhead, DRI and early, and anthrax. early anthrax. <laughs> <It's> like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> just had that whole conversation about Dave Matthews.
0: Yeah, that was good. And, you know, they talked about that on the movie crypt. Um, cause they actually had Steven Yoon on there mm. and, um, they were talking about that scene and like acquiring because they they play, ants marching by Dave Matthews at one point in the movie. I said uh, no hits. <laughs> um, and uh, I lost my train of thought. Sweet. Oh, they're just talking about acquiring the rights to use that song and. Like, trying to convince Dave Matthews, it's like, no, 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 we're, we're not using it as a joke. <laughs> we're, we genuinely want to use the song. Um, and, like, had to explain the scene to him about uh, Derek explaining why Dave Matthews is a good band. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, a lot of funny, like, funny parts in it. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, back and forth exchanges, not really funny scenes so much, but just little quirky conversations that they have. It's, it's where most of the humor lies Yeah, in this. Um, and a lot of violence. Not as much gore as you'd think, though. Not particularly. Which is okay, I guess. I mean, the, the stuff that was in there was... I mean, it's it's explosive.
1: You know, we we keep saying there's lots of violence, but it's not like there's not like dismemberments or like people getting, you know, disemboweled or anything like that. It's mostly people getting stabbed or shot with
0: a nail gun. Yeah, which is not realistic at all. <laughs> Why? Dude, she shot that fucking nail gun from one end of the floor to the other. <laughs> or, you know, she probably shot a nail gun at least like 15, 20 feet. And it just had like the the power to go through a piece of wood, like no, that would be impossible past like two feet. Okay, yeah. <laughs> if like she had that up to the guy's head, or you know even maybe a foot away from her he- from his head, then yeah, maybe. But it was like she's shooting it from like ten feet away. It's going through a fucking door. <laughs> like, n- n- no. <laughs> All right. That's not to say it wasn't entertaining. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, just a little bit of suspension of disbelief. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I like
1: there's the one scene where it's just like him and her and then there's the siren and she's got like this gang mm-hmm. and the the uh, there's like a psychiatrist working for the CDC on the phone and he's just like, why don't you just sit down and relax? Nobody's <laughs> going to be okay. And he's like as this guy's talking, he's just like, just so everyone knows anything I do to you, I cannot be held liable for. <laughs> he answers his phone. He's like, put on track three. And she's like, better not be fucking Dave Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah. So uh, we, I mean, we can't spoil the movie, but I mean, it's once you get to a certain point point it, then it's pretty obvious over where it's going. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he just, like, Derek and Melanie just kicking ass through this building. Just I hadn't, I hadn't really made the, the video game analogy in my head until we started talking. But it really does play out like a video yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was, like, after I finished watching it, I'm like, that was almost exactly like a video game. I mean, the the thing that registered with me most is getting to the top floor to face, like, the main boss. Yeah. Um, But the whole, you know, the basement thing and working through the floors and the mini bosses that didn't even, didn't even register until yeah, just now. Yeah. If, if you're, you
1: know, going into it, expecting a horror and something like really scary, it's, it's definitely not that, Yeah, but it's a fun movie and it's very violent. And, uh, the, the
0: acting is, fa- is fantastic.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Steven Yeun and Samara weaving have a good rapport. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. They, they, they did really well together um it's very natural um it's one thing that bothered me was that everybody in that office was losing their minds like everybody was just going insane killing people fucking in the office in front of everyone mm-hmm. um and just all this insane behavior and Derek and Melanie didn't really have that issue I mean, aside from just,
1: they they seemed like much calmer than everyone else. There was even that scene I was just talking about um, where the the sky just telling me, he's like, what do you want to do right now? And he's like, I want to go crazy and I want to cause thousands of dollars of just of property damage. And I want to kill people. It's like, well, I thought the whole thing was that there was like nothing holding you back from doing these things. Yeah. So why isn't he doing these things right now?
0: Yeah. No, that was what, that was it. Like, uh, both of them seemed like they had control over it. Yeah. Um, like, but they were the only ones. Yeah, although the 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 senior partners and, and the nine, which the are nine, the, the board yeah. of directors, um, they they seem to be pretty well under control, I guess. Were they infected? Yeah, every everybody was okay. Because I I couldn't get a real good look at any of them, so I didn't. Well, it's like Derek acquires it from drinking water, mm-hmm. um, and but it appears that like it can be spread through touch through the air. I was going to ask if it was airborne. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, everybody in the building had it. And, and I guess the, the IT guy uh, the Joe Lynch was playing, he seemed pretty well-contained, too. I mean, like, they, they, they show up at his office and he's going insane. Like, he's fucking smashing a keyboard on his desk like when they walk in. Yeah. Um, but I forget what they do to make him kind
1: of calm down. I think they just like tell him their plan and he's like, okay, yeah, I'm on board with that. Well, no, cause he's ready to like (laughs) cut them or something. (laughs) Yeah. It does seem kind of inconsistent in how, um, how people react.
0: Yeah. And it's like, you know, as far as like the kind of emotions that, that surface that could be very dependent on the person true like some people are fighting and killing each other and like i said other people are like said, you know, it, it basically drops your inhibitions so yeah. if
1: you know your your primal desires come out and everyone has different primal desires so yeah yeah hmm. Hmm. yes quite um this is mark frost as you in. that's not like twin peaks mark frost is it i doubt it
0: Oh no. Uh-oh, what's happening? My mic is falling.
1: Oh, no, my mic is falling. My mic is falling.
0: Chicken Little. Are you mocking me? It's Chicken Little. Oh, Chicken Little. Right. The fabled Chicken Little. Anyway. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, uh, I feel like we should be saying more, but like I said, there's not a lot to the plot itself. Plot's very straightforward. Um, I mean, there, there's dialogue, but nothing really of note. I mean, the con- conversation about Dave Matthews and you know, the top three bands, that type of stuff, That that's pretty important. The narration is pretty important. Um, you know, throughout the movie, Derek is narrating, you know, introducing characters, explaining who they are. Um, you know, explaining where ID Seven came from, it basically getting you up to speed with anything that might not be included in the story itself. Um, but as far as like dialogue within the movie, like char- like characters interacting with each other, there's not a whole lot of of note. Not particularly. Just kind of you know plot driving stuff. Yeah. Just so. progressing the story forward. Yeah. So I don't know. Is there?
1: Think there's anything else to say? I don't think so. We All pretty right. much covered uh, covered everything. Yeah, I don't want
0: uh, Turk I don't want to. I don't want to start talking like Tyler Perry. That's for damn sure. Um, <laughs> I don't want to start talking in circles. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I don't want to start talking like uh, Atlanta Claus.
1: <laughs> so you got a number then? Yeah. <laughs> you want to share with the class?
0: <laughs> um Yeah I'll give it a 7. That's what I was thinking. Yeah? Were you yeah, thinking I'm, that? I'm, I'm right in line. Yeah, you are. You just fall in line, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, jump in the line. Rock your body in time.
1: Okay. Oh. I believe you. <laughs> All right. Shall we move along?
0: We shall. Did you just drool on yourself? I was drinking, and then I had to respond to you, <laughs> so I just I cu- I cut it off yeah. quick. <laughs> <I'm sure. Yeah. laughs> uh, for some reason, we also
1: watched Jigsaw. Now the game's simple, the best ones are, you want the mercy, Play by the rules.
0: Any identification on the victim? Puzzle piece. But Jesus has been dead for ten years. It's not him. can't be. This was on the body. The truth will set you free. Help. I'm chasing a dead man. Just my- We don't follow the rules. The blood under the fingernails of our victim, it's John Kramer. The Jigsaw Killer. That's impossible. Oh it's not creepy at all Why did you put this on on schedule? You know, it seemed like a good idea at the time. It was just on the off chance that it was actually going to be
1: good. Yeah. You know, it was like a thing. It was like people were talking about it, so it seemed like a good idea.
0: Well, so you bought the hype. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we can let the cat out of the bag already. Um, so I loved it.
1: No. <laughs> uh, so Jigsaw is a Saw movie, and all the things that happen in every other Saw movie happen in this as well. And then it's over. Except it's not anywhere near as interesting. <laughs> so, okay. Movie starts out with this guy named uh, Munson, <laughs> real Munson, <laughs> and he's he's a criminal and he's running from the police, and uh, he gets he gets Munsoned up on the roof of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just talk about Kingpin instead? I wish. But he gets uh, he like he's holding this trigger and he's like. It's if I don't die, then five other people are going to die or something other bullshit, something, yeah. something dumb. And so they, they, the cops shoot him. And then you see these five people with buckets on their heads attached to chains, which is the like big promo photo. I think a lot of people have probably seen it by now. No, you yeah, hadn't seen I it. hadn't I seen it. <laughs> no, what's well, the people with buckets on their heads. And, uh, it's this, you know, jigsaw trap. And all of a sudden, John Kramer comes on the loudspeaker, and he's like, I want to play a game. Um, uh,
0: figure out how I'm not dead.
1: Yeah, that should have been the game.
0: <laughs> he's like, I need a blood
1: sacrifice. Uh, mm.
0: <laughs> but then when you figure out how he's not dead, it's so stupid. It is really stupid. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Like, like, at
1: that reveal, I was like, seriously? Why did I
0: watch this? <laughs> yeah, well, it's like. Oh well, it can't possibly be did be this because they already did this. Yeah, they did this in another movie. They wouldn't ever do it again, but they did. A little bit of spoilers there, maybe. Maybe if, if you can, can figure put pieces it out. together. Yeah. <laughs> fuck it, though. Nobody should see this stupid. Movie. Um,
1: so yeah, it's just this, you know, series of uh, saw-like traps. Events. Yep. Uh, that yeah, it is. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> Um, so yeah, there's, you know, there's a, uh, at one point they dangle these three syringes that have numbers on them and he's like, figure out which syringe will save your life. Uh, (laughs) Live or die. I'm going to play a game. The choice is yours.
0: Uh, Did I tell you we're playing a game? I'm a (laughs) good. So good.
1: Uh, and then what other there's all these other dumb traps guy gets his leg caught in a thing with some wires and then people are drowning in grains (laughs) people just get themselves caught in a silo or something yeah and then all these grains start falling and they're like
0: oh my god we're gonna drown like i didn't see this coming
1: and then it (laughs) it stops and all of a sudden knives start falling out of the sky (laughs) and somehow they don't
0: get hit what was the motivation for them to do any of these things? Like they walk into this grain silo, which is just empty, and from suspended from the top, like down dangling down on a string, is a remote to a, a video player. Although it looked like a fucking ancient like VHS yeah. controller, an old Zenith. Yeah. Um, and it says uh hit pr- or plus play press play on it. So. You know, why? Why would you do that? <laughs> because it told you to. That's dumb.
1: <laughs> you
0: deserve to die. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just stupid. Like, yeah, there's a guy. He's got his leg caught up in some wires. But, you know, I'm not going to press that button. I'm just going to hang out here. I'd rather just die of starvation than, you know, some fucking awful death of like, getting <laughs> stabbed by... Knives dropping from the ceiling or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to play this game. <laughs> I don't want to play a game, so I'm not going to. I'm going to sit here quietly until I either die or somebody rescues me. <laughs> um, There's really no point to this movie. No.
1: Like, it's seriously just like a bunch of traps and then it's over.
0: Yeah. And it's like, you know, in... in I'd say in most of the other movies, you're at least... You at least give a sh- some shits about who the people are. You get, and you get invested. Yeah. yeah. Maybe um, particularly in the first one. And the first one is really the only one worth watching. Agreed. Um, but this one, it's like, I don't... I mean, you barely get any explanation who these people are. Mm-hmm. The reasoning for them being in these traps to begin with is just dumb. I mean, Jigsaw's thing was always,
1: you know, I'm going to put you at death's door to make you appreciate life. Yeah. And it was always people who were like drug addicts or criminals or who were going down the wrong path. And he wanted to, he wanted to play a game Mm. to show them the error of their ways and put them on the right path. Yeah. We don't know who any of these people are. I've watched them for 90 minutes and I don't know who they are. I know one of them was a drug addict or a, uh, not even a drug addict, but just a purse purse snatcher. Mm -hmm. And that's about all I know. Yeah. Um, one guy made one mistake. The guy with the bike. Oh, well. It wasn't, I mean, it was a mistake he knowingly made, but yeah. still, he did one thing. He
0: wasn't like a perpetual murderer or anything like that. Yeah. And that was like sheer vengeance. Yeah. Which is really out of character for Jigsaw. Yes. Thank you. Um. So, I mean, like. The plot plot of the story is that it looks like Jigsaw's back, and everybody everybody knows that John Kramer's dead. He's been dead for years, but now all these murders are starting to happen, and it looks very similar. And all the clues are pointing, or they all, they look very similar to Jigsaw murders. All clues are pointing back to John Kramer being the killer, um, and everybody's just scratching their heads, like how could it possibly be John Kramer? He's been dead for however long,
1: a decade, yeah. And but then at the time the cops like believe that it's
0: a copycat killer. Yeah, but then they like they find John Kramer's blood underneath a victim's fingernails. Mm-hmm. Um, they dig up John Kramer's grave. Actually, I don't. I don't know if I really care if I'm spoiling this. <laughs> they dig up John Kramer's grave and he's not in there. So it's just like all these things. Like, oh, maybe maybe Jigsaw's alive. And then there's, there's just like this re- repetitive uh, series
1: where they're like, well, it's probably this person. And that person's like, oh, no, it's totally that person. Yeah. And then that person's like, oh, no, it's clearly that guy. Mm. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's like watching Clue, except it's not worth watching. And then the last guy is like, no, it's that guy. And they're like, well, "But he said it was you. And he's like, well, it's not me. It's him. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> no, this no. Is,
0: it's definitely him.
1: I don't care who it is anymore. <laughs>
0: Just make this stop.
1: <laughs> and I was like, I know it's going to be someone that's like not even in the movie. <laughs> it's going to be Philip, the pizza delivery boy from earlier.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, and like the characters themselves are just so dumb, and their relationship is like their relationship relationships with each other are just stupid. <clears throat> like, there's this detective. Who's like your, your typical like hard ass like? Well, it's totally like good cop bad cop the t- the two detectives. Basically, yeah, and you know the the main detective, the guy that's kind of like leading the investigation. Um, he's like this total hard ass, you know, kind of an asshole. And then the you know the like kind of the main characters, I'd say. Um, or the the main protagonists, I guess, are these two. Um, medical examiners, or the medical examiner and his assistant, is smoking hot red. Yeah. It's like no, no, <laughs> she is not working in a mortician's office. Um, like that only happens on the CW, right? <laughs> and she's got like a full sleeve. Yeah, she's like yeah. When they like she, when you first see her, she's like wearing scrubs. Um, and but she's got her like, and she's even got like her hair up in a bun, which. Can look cute, but sometimes not. But uh, you know, she's wearing like these cat eye glasses, and yeah, she's like, "Damn girl, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead." <laughs> and then she shows up at a bar later, just dressed to the nines, and, sitting there by herself. Yeah, and it's like you're you're supposed to be kind of thinking that the the, the guy, like the the medical examiner's banging her, but. I think that's a, like a thread that they string along. Like, like they do, they do it for like a little bit and then it's just like, oh no, he's not banging her. <laughs> <laughs> well, why'd you do that in the first place? Right? Why'd you even suggest that?
1: <clears throat> um, I guess I say, I feel like this one gives you a lot more clues to the, to the end than some of the older ones. Cause the older ones, like I said, the twist was just like, Oh yeah, it's this guy who you saw in the background of one shot. He's the killer. I don't care. This one actually kind of drops some hints. I mean, it drops a lot of red herrings too, but it does drop some hints. And it, but it doesn't doesn't have that recap. Yeah, every saw movie has that dun 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 recap where they play the music and they show you five different scenes from the movie that you just watched, so you can see them again and go, "Oh, that's what that meant." Oh, I get it. This one didn't have that.
0: Yeah. But I mean, the, the, I don't know. Just the the w- weird way this movie is laid out. I don't know. Maybe didn't lend itself to that so much. Maybe. But I mean, they like they could kinda, have
1: shown all those scenes where they dropped hints. They kind of did it, but it was more of a flashback. It was real quick. It wasn't. It
0: wasn't as extended as. Um, and you know when you find out, or when when you see John Kramer alive, um, and it's like you're kind of left scratching your head. F- I mean if you're smart you'll have you scratching your head for like a minute and you're like oh wait it's that thing that i th- could have sworn they'd never do but they did it anyway who's in my home? <coughs> ups ups yeah and then uh
1: the the end is just i'm like i don't care yeah like the like you said, the first one is is really the best one, and then in the second one is kind of when they started the. Well, now this person is the killer, mm-hmm. and then that just became the thing. Is every movie? It's like, well, who's the killer? Yeah, I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. Well, how is Tobin Bell still in this movie? That's what I want to know. <laughs> we have to keep him working. You guys have made eight movies. Five of which Robin Bell was dead in.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. He he keeps (laughs) magically, like, they keep magically finding a way for him to still be alive in these fucking movies. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just ridiculous. But, uh, like, another thing they do is, like, in one of the movies, it may have been the the last one before this, they, like, run a voice recognition thing and realize that it's somebody synthesizing their voice to sound like Jigsaw. In this one? No, no, the one before this. And they decode it, and they get it back to its original source, and they figure out, oh, hey, it's this guy. Um, In this one, they actually, I assume they do the same thing, they discovered, no, that's actually John Kramer's voice. Right. So it keeps leading you back. It's like, okay, shit, John Kramer's actually alive. But, I mean, he's not alive. We watched him die. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just, but how is he? But he's alive, and we don't know how. He's actually alive, and just. Yeah, like we see him
1: walking around. Yeah, he. I mean, Tobin Bell is in the movie. Yeah,
0: <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, and so I think my biggest complaint was this. With this, is the just the terrible script. The traps aren't even that interesting. The traps aren't interesting. But my, like I guess I'm mainly the dialogue. The dialogue is terrible. it's terrible. It's so fucking bad. It's like this guy, like whoever wrote this, must have been like writing like '50s cop dramas or something. Josh Stolberg and Peter
1: Goldfinger. Hmm.
0: Yeah, the, I don't. It wasn't very good. It's like like the script was terrible. The lines were terrible. Um, there's one one point where, um, like they're trying to figure out who killed this guy, and they're in they're in the Emmy's office. Or, you know, in the, the actual... Lab? Cor- 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 Coroner's cor- office? Coroner's lab. Yeah, lab, whatever, I guess. Um, and, uh, like, one of the detectives says, uh, you know, but the, the dead can't talk. And then the medical examiner, it was like he was on a episode of CSI Miami or something. He's like, we speak for the dead. <laughs> like, oh, man, this is fucking... Like, that was when I really registered how bad the script was. <laughs> and the characters are so stupid like this uh main detective I talked about this this like real hard ass idiot. Um like he's just got so much bravado and just this machismo that's just outrageously un- unrealistic. Um and it's like he's trying to st- cuz he he starts to suspect that um the and the medical examiner and his uh, assistant. What are their names? Um,
1: Logan and Anna. Okay. Wait, Anna? Yeah, that's her name.
0: Okay. No, sorry, Eleanor. Anna. Somewhere. I was going to say. Was, <clears throat> um, so, yeah, Logan and Eleanor are this detective. Uh, Halloran. Yeah, Halloran. <laughs> God, if that isn't just a Dumb fucking um, cliche of a yeah detective there. Anyway, he starts to suspect that they're the killers. So he's like staking them out and like following them in his fucking bright red 60s Camaro. You know, the kind with a very loud V8 engine, the one that you actually couldn't tail anybody with <laughs> or be secretive with. And like they drive out to this farm in the middle of fucking nowhere we're supposed to believe he, like, kind of, like, sneaks up behind them and, like, just cruises up to the farm in his loud-ass muscle car. <laughs> like, they don't fucking know. Because they're still outside. They're, like, I don't know, maybe, like, 50 yards away from him, and they can't hear that fucking engine? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's so dumb. So I'm looking at this, uh, the Wikipedia
1: page, with and there's quotes from the directors, the Spierig brothers, and he says it's perhaps not as quite, or it's perhaps not quite as vicious and more fun, but it's still full of gore. That's for sure. Which yeah, there's some there's some decent gore effects. I'll give it that. I wouldn't call it full of gore. No, definitely not full of gore. Um, it's got a really great mystery, and there are very interesting twists. Are there?
0: No, the, the t- there are twists. Like, for sure. Like I said, the twists are it's that guy. Oh, no, it's not me. It's that guy. <laughs> yeah. And when you find out who it actually or like what actually is going on at the end, it's like, why? Why? Why is that? Happening? Why did I watch this? <laughs> <clears throat> and it's like when you find out like what the whole plan was, like they lay, lay it out and just the this elaborate plan. It's like, what was the fucking point? Like, that was a lot of work to get nowhere, <laughs> like to get one person. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they killed many people to get one person. It's kind of like mayhem in that way. I, I mean, I guess, but at least that had a purpose to it. Yeah. Or uh, a reasoning other than just oh, vengeance. You were there. I mean, yeah, and that's it. Oh, like, that's that's a literal spoiler. So, um, yeah, it's just like
1: I'm. I'm not a fan of the Saw franchise. I'm I'm a fan of Saw the movie. Yeah. Um as the movies wore on, it seemed more and more like it was all about the traps, which the first one didn't even really have traps very much.
0: Not really. It was no. just
1: like the two guys were chained in the in the bathroom or whatever the fuck it was.
0: Yeah. Like the only thing that was involved was the uh, reverse bear trap thing.
1: Yeah and that was it and that, but that kind of like took center stage in all the sequels was it was all about these traps yeah. and how creative can we get with these traps and then how much of a twist ending can we throw at the end
0: yeah and it's like fucking John Kramer is dying through each of these movies like he's he's got fucking brain cancer yeah or you know giant golf ball sized tumor in his brain and somehow he's finding the energy and the, the wherewithal to make these ingenious traps like get fuck
1: off Get, get
0: the fuck out of here
1: <laughs> so yeah the sequels it felt like it was just more of more focus on these traps and the it was on the gore effects and this twist ending as opposed to actually telling a decent story and this one is like in my opinion bottom of the heap this th- there's not even good traps mm. and the ending is dumb and it's it's not good. Like I, I've seen a bunch of people say, you know, like, oh, if, if you like Saw, you'll like it. If you don't like Saw, you won't like it. It's, you know, a movie for Saw fans. And I'm like, I'm not a Saw fan, obviously, but this, I don't even see how Saw fans can like this. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a Saw movie. It feels like a, almost like a fan film of a Saw
0: movie. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, Yeah, I totally get what you mean. It's like inspired by a Saw movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the traps are much less creative, much less interesting than they've been in the past movies. Mm-hmm. There's a bit of an explanation for that, I guess. Yeah. Um. But it doesn't like it doesn't excuse things. Like maybe there's as a, a as a viewer, yeah, yeah. Like you're still going into this expecting a certain level of uh, of film, I guess, and just a level of entertainment, and it's just not there agreed so do not like so um we're never watching a saw movie again right i'm i'm perfectly okay with that okay i was
1: hoping that since like you know it's not saw eight it's you know it's jigsaw and it's this new thing and maybe it's going to spout a new franchise and maybe they're going to go back to the basics and everything's you know
0: gonna be be born anew and i was wrong yeah well live and learn (laughs) like i mean i knew it was gonna be bad (laughs) Like, uh, last night, or I went—I went to see it on Thursday. So, let's see, yeah, I saw it on Thursday. My wife was at a meeting for work, and so I had already gotten home by the time she got home from her meeting. She's like, "So, how was your movie?" I'm like, "Well, you know, I thought it was gonna be bad, and it was."
1: <laughs> so there's that. I just thought, you know, maybe oh, it's these new people, so maybe they'll be able to take the franchise in a new direction or do something different. <laughs> you poor dumb fool! Yeah, <laughs> I was led astray. Anyway. So that's going to be a uh, a non-recommend from the Grave Plot Podcast.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give it a three. Yeah, I'm I'm being unforgiving with this. I'll give it two. All right, so yeah, that's that's not it's not good, folks. This is a duty duty cocky movie. So don't watch this. Don't see it. Don't don't give it money. Do that. If you want them to stop making Saw movies, do not go see this.
1: Some people don't. Some people like them. But well, you're still- I would like to hear the opinion of someone who is a big fan of the Saw franchise, like loves one through seven, all of them. What did they think of this? Because like I said to me it doesn't feel like a saw movie. It feels like someone trying to make a saw movie and trying too hard. Yeah. So I would I would, you know, if if you're a big fan of the saw franchise, uh, let us know what you think. Head over to greatfloppodcast.com and leave us a comment.
0: Yeah. And you know, I might make fun of you. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> just just be aware that we might make fun of you.
0: So those are our reviews, guys. That's going to wrap it up. That's that's it. That's the show. <laughs> that's, the show. <laughs> that's, the, that's show. the show that's the show that's the show that's your fucking face <laughs> I'm gonna watch that again <laughs> I was watching it the other day it's so fucking funny <laughs> anyway. anyway watch Big Mouth on uh, Netflix guys we said that before but don't
1: watch Jigsaw watch Big Mouth
0: yes okay and watch Mayhem Available on VOD platforms of your choice choosing. Yes. And it will be available on Shudder. Uh, okay, because I saw it popped up at the beginning, and it was like, Shudder. And I was like, oh, is this on Shudder? Did I pay for this one? I didn't have to. I did the same thing. <laughs> but then I remembered on Movie Crypt saying, them saying it was going to be on Shudder in February. Oh, okay. So uh, I think maybe Shudder <clears throat> produced it or something. I, I don't really know. But there is some involvement with Shudder gotcha obviously anyway uh okay so we're gonna be back in a couple weeks with a brand new episode yep and uh we might regret this but we're letting
1: our patreons select the movies i forgot about that okay <laughs> so <laughs> uh whether you are or are not a patreon patron head over to patreon.com slash podcast if you're not a patron sign
0: up let us know what movies you would like us to review. Yeah. And uh, we will be randomly selecting them um, through a random selector thing <laughs> that Taylor has on his phone. It's an app. <laughs> That's what it's called. <laughs> um, and we'll be choosing from that thing. Yep. So, yeah. Get your nominations in, guys. Um, when are we picking? I don't know. Whenever Soon. One of them just do it sooner than later. Yeah. We need time to watch the movies. So, yeah. Uh, and while you're doing that, go ahead and check us out everywhere else. Taylor, where's everywhere else? <laughs> everywhere else is graveplotpodcast.com.
1: That's going to be your central hub. Uh, we are also on Facebook and Instagram as grave plot podcast. I feel like there's something else that I'm forgetting. What'd you say? I said fa- uh, Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, Twitter is, is Grave underscore Plot. That's a whole other thing. Um, and Patreon.com slash Grave Plot Podcast, of course. And we are also everywhere you can find your podcast: iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play
0: Music, etc., etc. Yes, sir. Okay, so catch up with us again in a couple weeks, guys. Till then, I am Skeletoni. I am Taylor of Terror. This has been the Grave Plot Podcast, where we're all a little dead inside.